Hello and welcome to the In God She Trust podcast. This is Mandy. This is Kitri. And Tasha. And I, we decided to do something new. We are going to um, each take a week and um, talk about a topic that the other two don't know about. And it is my week to go first since it was my idea, so yeah. yay me. Um, and so this week I was spending time trying to think about what we all have in common and I was reminded of the fact that the three of us own or have owned our own businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, Tasha, you have an amazing faith and Western bookstore. Um, you also are very involved with the chamber and have um, and multiple local events, including planning and coordinating tons of things. Kitri, you and your mom um, mm-hmm. own a dance studio and you teach music at an elementary school and you're our founding member of In God She Trusts, um, which in all respects is no less than a business, <laughs> all-consuming well, business. Yes. And for myself, um, in order to move here, I actually shut down a successful event planning business that I had for 10 years, and I currently manage a medical office in town. So my topic today is how is running a business as a follower of Jesus different? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts right off wow. the bat? Um, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sweating. Everyone's kind of like, you've got to get your, your sweat glands. How is it different to run a business as a, as a follower of Christ? Is yes. you're asking. Okay. Yes. Or okay. is it different? Because obviously, you know, if you own a business... The goal is the same. It's no different whether you're a believer or not a believer. Mm-hmm. The goal is to have a passion, to explore the passion, to make money, to uh, you know take care of your family, to provide a service, whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the goal, in all like respects, is the same. But how we go about that mm-hmm. goal, or how we go about running the business, or how we go about dealing with employees, right. or all of those above how do you feel like it's different for you, for you, or for me than, you know, otherwise? Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so mine's probably going to be a little bit different than some people who's, who's opened a business just because we opened the business with being a witness in mind. Um, that was mom and I opened the store and our goal was to provide a place essentially, um, for people to get Bibles and devotionals and, you know, study materials. Yours is literally built in. Yeah. It's, it's built in to that. And we, we offer other things, you know, purses and jewelry and paintings and handmade stuff and all that. But essentially that's, that was the goal. Um, we started, we wanted to start a Christian bookstore. We knew that in all reality, it wouldn't probably fly solely as a Christian bookstore. So that's why we started to implement a few of the other values that we were raised on as far as um, patriotism and Western history into that as well. Um, But we we started it because we felt the the Lord pushing us to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, It was something that we prayed about a lot, Mom and I, and really just felt like if we were to go forward with it, then God would open the doors in which he did. Yeah. And he did very quickly. Um, and so we, 
were able to go into it with a very secure faith in what we were doing because we felt that it was it was something that the Lord was giving us as a purpose um, to do. And so that's kind of been the mentality. We don't have a retail background. We don't have any of that. Um, and, and the common theme throughout all of this is that if the Lord wants it to succeed, it will succeed. And we just have to have the faith to do that. Uh, with that being said, you know, this was our first, our first winner. And it was a great learning curve because we didn't know what to expect. Um, and, and there was a lot of times that, you know, we stepped back and we were like, wow, you know, um, are we going to, we're not going to see a repeat of our, our tourism months. So we're, you know, obviously in our off season and, you know, you're like, okay, in order for this, we have to make this amount of money. And so many times we would just have to step back and say, the Lord will provide. It's not for us to worry about. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's helped anxiety and just all sorts of things that I think other people think about in business because, and maybe I'm ignorant, um, but I'm blessed, blessedly ignorant, I think, in a lot of ways because I kind of just don't worry about it so much as just say the Lord's got his hand in this and it can't fail if it's something that we're doing to glorify God. Um, so I think that on my end, it's a little bit different, but it's everything and everything we do and everything that we, you know, when I open the store in the morning, I go through and I pray over the building, um, that it'd be a place of peace for people to come in, that it'd be a place of security for people to come in and that we can in turn, ultimately it's not about sales, but it's about, um, planting a seed or being there. I kind of joke that um, my counter's kind of like a bar bartender counter a lot of times because it has become a place that people just come in and they say very commonly, you know, I can feel the Lord's presence in here. There's just a peace or there's just a calm mm -hmm. to this place. And, um, and, and then they open up to, and they open up to mm -hmm. me and I've got just the checkout counter between me and them. But there's been multiple times um, that it's just become a ministry. And when we've had our book, our book study there, mm -hmm. you know, where we're praising the Lord and then we're talking about biblical things. And then, you know, it's just, it's more than, I mean, it like, it's a bookstore, but it's more yeah. than it, just a bookstore. Right. I it's think it's become a place to a fellowship and that's ultimately what we wanted it to be. Right. Um, so I approach things just in regards to your question, I think very differently than a secular business potentially would. Um, but in regards to what I am and who I am, it's all about the Lord. Right. So. Right. My business is definitely different because it was not created with the Lord in mind. And I know that's not, that sounded worse than it, you know, but it's like, you know, like, you know, you, you went, you opened your store as a Christian, you know, bookstore. My, like, I, I can't say that I opened up my business because I didn't. My mom opened up the business in 1991. Um, and so the business has been open for 31 years, um, this year. And so, um, she, she ran it by herself, literally by herself. She was a one, one man band pretty much, um, for 20, I can't do math, 25 years, some, somewhere around there until um, I decided that I wanted to do that. But it's a little bit different because, you know, with teaching dance, um, the not every client that comes into our business is a Christian or has that 
the same mentality or, you know, political ideas as we do. And so it, we're, we're kind of like a melting pot mm-hmm. of everybody where we get, um, where we, we do have conservative Christian families. And then we have like different families who have different belief systems or they grew up different or, you know, so it's, and it's really kind of interesting to try to work with all of that. But whenever I'm teaching with kids or when I'm interacting with, with parents, I, you know, I don't have to be super, super careful. I mean, I, I know, I know how to teach my kids. I know how to interact with my parents, but I also am very, very aware that, um, how, like how all of my kids look up to me in some way. And that really makes me very aware of what I say, how I say it. And especially, you know, because I am a Christian, I do know that, you know, I do have some eyes on me, you know, just making sure that like when I interact with my families or my kids that, um, you know, they can't be like, wow, she's, she's Christian. Couldn't tell, you know, I really want to make sure that people, if they do know my belief system, that when they interact with me, that's what they see. Um, there are times, you know, because of dance and just how the dance industry industry works, um, you know, we have to be careful with music choices and costume choices. And, um, and sometimes it's really hard because I have kids who really, really like a certain song and they don't necessarily understand the lyrics. And then I listen to it and then I'm like, no, that's not an appropriate song. And then they ask me why. And then I'm like, I'm, not going to get into it with you. <laughs> go, ask your mom. go ask your mom, go ask your dad, you know? And so with like music choices or with costume choices, um, you know, we are very careful making sure that, you know, obviously there's no curse words or inappropriate lyrics that we try to make it all very, very age appropriate. Um, and you know, age appropriate, age appropriation. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it gets different as the kids grow up. I mean, I can give um, my teenagers like harder pieces, you know, with like different, like emotional levels. I can't necessarily give my five-year-olds what I give my teenagers, but, and then, you know, like costume choices, we try to make sure that they're, they're very modest. And, um, we do have like some costumes that are like two pieces, but we always have to get the, um, approval of the parent. And even sometimes I'm like, no, I don't like it. Right. We're, we're not going to do that. You are still a kid, you know? And so if there's ever any skin showing, it's, I make sure it's very, very minimal. Like when their hands are down, they, it touches, you know? Right. So it, but it, and then, then it's weird because I have people that don't really care about that. And so, but I'm still like, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I cover your kid up. You know what I mean? And it's not like they're, they're, you know, wanting their kid to go out with nothing on stage, but I, 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 when we compete, I go and I do see a lot of, um, studios and there are like times, you know, you pop, you know, video pops up and I'm like, why would you put like that kid's not wearing anything on stage, put something on, you know, but you know, that's just me. And maybe that's just because of my beliefs that, you know, like I want to make sure that what we're putting out there is still, good but it's interesting because like just because I'm Christian it does not mean a lot of my clients are so I can't always it's it's hard sometimes because I can't necessarily be like well my beliefs won't let me do that and but I have a client who doesn't believe that it's kind of interesting that way but I just make sure that you know whenever I'm conversing with a parent or conversing with a kid and just like how I teach in general that you know they can tell that I'm a, I'm a Christian. And as I've gotten older and I've like learned things, I used to think it, it just mattered how I conducted myself as I was teaching and as business hours were open. But I, I very quickly learned that it also, how I am outside of my studio is also still, you know, being watched. I mean, I'm, I'm a witness everywhere. 
Um, and especially to my little kids, I want to make sure that if they look up to me as their parents tell me that they do, I don't want them to be like, oh, that's disappointing, <laughs> you know, so. Right. And, and that's kind of where I wanted to go with this was not only, do you want to pause? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. And so that's kind of where I was going with that of, you know, you not, like Tasha's business, like we said, has it worked in. But in the other areas and the things that you do in the chamber and the things like you're at planning an event right now that's local, you know, all of that stuff isn't necessarily with the Christian clientele mm -hmm. in mind. And Kitri, you have, you know, you have everything you just said. You have to think about your students and you have to, you have to try to make sure that you're not, everything can't be based off of like a Jeremy Camp song, right. but you know, how are you going to still be a witness at the same time? Yeah, not everything can be, you know, Kendrick Lamar song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to find a nice balance in there. But, I mean, that's part of it. And then, so, with my event planning business, mm -hmm. um, I started it when my daughter was a year old. And it was successful in regards, like, I wasn't doing something every single weekend. It was as, as successful as I wanted it to be. I could have been busier. But I chose not to be because I had to make the decision to also make sure that I'm choosing time with my family. So my su successful business looked different than other people's version of that word only because, well, it wasn't my full-time job either. It was a side business mm -hmm. um, just because I didn't have it be an everyday, every weekend thing because that cuts into my family time. Um, and so it was a side gig Um but I had it for 10 years and I had a great reputation, which was really awesome. But as what I felt like I was supposed to do mm -hmm. was make sure that it was only one of my hats, not my full hat. Mm -hmm. My, my main one was, you know, my family and, and making sure that I have the time to do what I need to do and raise her the way that God had me raise mm -hmm. her. And so how does that come into play for you guys? And, and then even with my, current position of managing something now she's a little bit older so if I work some later hours or something like that but you know I have to think about this all the time right. of I'm you know trying to put myself out there in the community through a podcast not facially um <laughs> you guys all know <laughs> but uh that these are my beliefs and I want to be someone who hopefully helps people you know find relationship with Jesus in one way or another mm -hmm. um but I also have to do what's best for the business that I got put in charge of. And so those kind of different questions came up that I thought maybe like how, how it rolls into family, how it stuff. rolls into family, how you deal with those angry customers. Cause I'm sure you've never had a dance mom get upset with you. Or... Which is funny because <laughs> I like, as soon as I get an email from a, a dance parent, I usually kind of like immediately know if they're angry at me or not. And like, I always get so scared, not because like I'm afraid of confrontation, but because I am still such a people pleaser and I want people to be happy. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I messed up. But yeah. Um, the more that I've done, um, it, I've gotten better about it and I've learned to let certain things roll off and, you know, and like where to fight my battles pretty much. Um, there's not a ton I will necessarily really like go to battle over. Um, I like, for example, like somebody has a, a problem with a song or a costume. No big deal. I'll change it. That's fine. You know, but if, if uh, I'm like, I don't necessarily see the, the reasoning behind it 
or, you know, for example, like if it's like a group dance and one parent isn't the greatest, isn't like super happy about the song. I'm like, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, to take that. Um, you know, like, but when I have, when I have a dance parent, um, that is upset with me or, or, or something, you know, the first thing I try to do is like, okay, let me hear you out. Let me make sure you feel heard. Um, I will sometimes, if, especially if it comes through like an email, I'll read it. I'll give myself some time to kind of like think through it, maybe calm down if I feel offended or whatever, you know, making sure that my emotions don't get mixed in because if I um, like emotionally say something, I'm usually going to regret it. You <laughs> know what me. I mean? <laughs> you know? Um, so I want to make sure that I'm in control and then it's just like making sure that they feel heard, you know, talking back with them in a respectful manner. Um, and it's just kind of like, not necessarily the customer is always right type thing, but, um, they also are the ones that help me pay my bills. And so if I just say, meh, I don't care to any, any, every customer that's upset with me, I'd have nobody, you know, but because of, you know, how long the studio has been open and my mom and I do have a very good reputation. We actually don't have a lot of parents who are angry with us because uh, they know that we always have their kids best interests in mind that we want to choose good music we want to choose good costumes we're, we're we're tough teachers but we're we're not tough to the point where we're unrealistic in our expectations we still want the, the kids to be kids and luckily our parents understand that because i've heard horror stories from other dance studio studios that their parents aren't supportive of them and you know they're always being undermined and i just really don't have that problem so i guess i am very blessed that's really awesome in that way I think I think too though as females um, faith followers, um, it's almost like it's almost kind of a blessing in a way that we have the Lord because mm-hmm. it allows us to be the people. I mean, not saying that we do everything right, but the conviction to do what is right is there. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, I was helping, I've been helping a gentleman clean his house just on the weekends. And, um, and I had my daughter with me one day and she was helping me mop and she looked at me and she was like, mom, this is so boring. (laughs) And I told her, I said, do you know what the Bible says? And she was like, what, you know, because I always like, you know, and she said, I, I told her, I said, it says that in everything you do, do it for the Lord. And I said, so no matter what job you're doing, do it as though you're doing it for the Lord. And Colossians three twenty three and twenty four. Do you mind if I read it? No, out go for it. Yeah, because that was the same yeah. one that I looked up to. I was just um, yeah. yeah, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so even though that was just you know like a. Uh, a weekend just help out thing. It was a good life mm-hmm. lesson for her, but it's what we do in our businesses as well um, because it's how we handle those situations. I mean, I know, Mandy, when you and I worked together, there were several times that we would have patients come in or things and they would be irate about, you know, insurance or things like that. And it's just about having that wherewithal conviction that the Lord's saying, you know, don't, don't return hate for, you know, hatred. Mm, right. And, you know, and, and we were almost always just with placating the situation, um, <laughs> able to, to do that, but it goes forth within 
the volunteering or the extra activities, the event coordination and everything that I do. Um, I, I do all of those things, one, because I think it's good business to get yourself out in the community. But I also, the Lord's given me a heart to help out in areas. But you become, your personality becomes seen inside and outside of work. And so you have to, you can't, like the Bible says, you have to be hot or cold. You can't be lukewarm, mm -hmm, you right. know. And so when you go out and in every Thing that you do, whether it be volunteering at the school or whether it be, you know, helping out with an event or making a donation or just, you know, talking to people in a meeting, you want to come across as having integrity, honesty, um, just respect in general, right. and not walking out of that situation where people are like she can't even like manage her life outside of the you know in the volunteer world how is she doing a business right type of thing. yeah so it's just that public persona too but we like I said we have such an advantage because we have the Lord in our life and he allows us to have that right. spirit of conviction of what's how to how to be right and like even if I you know, and it's just kind of interesting. I mean, even there are just some people that you just can't please, unfortunately, in business. And like, I know this might sound really corny, but like, because I am such a, a people pleaser and, you know, like sometimes you lose a client or somebody, you know, whatever, but, um, and it doesn't necessarily have it mean that, you know, you did anything wrong. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. But like, if I like ever lose a client or whatever, I'm like, okay, not everyone like Jesus either, you know, and I'm not like <laughs> saying that I'm Jesus, but it helps yeah. me because I take stuff personally mm -hmm. and I'm getting a lot better at it, but it's like, okay, did I do something wrong? Like, did I say something? Did I come across in a way? Because I still have to work on like how my face comes across or my tone of voice. Um, you know, cause I was raised by two parents who were just very, this is the fact here. Mm -hmm. it, it is type thing. Um, but sometimes like it helps me. I'm like, okay, not everyone like Jesus either. You know, I'm not saying I am Jesus, but it like kind of helps me be like, I'm not going to be able to please everyone. I can do my absolute best with what I have, but I cannot, you know, necessarily just zone in and focus on this one negative when mm -hmm. so much more positive things are, are being done. I appreciate that because that is an area I have such a hard time. I will stand up. Tasha, we'll talk about, like, talk about this, but we, uh, you know, if there was ever a client that was just <laughs> getting, I don't know, elevated in Ooh. whatever emotion they were feeling, <laughs> You know, it was generally her eye that had to deal with it because she was the first person they came to when you walk in the door. And then me being the practice manager, you know, it was generally going to be one of us. Right. And this was like when you two were working we together. together. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I mean, now I don't necessarily have that person who's going to do what Tasha did or what I did, but she had someone, I remember there was a day and I had just gotten that position. So I am green. So, so green. Brand new baby in the it, position. Oh my gosh. I've been in the industry for a long time, but not in the position and trying to like, you know, be this fearless leader and, and whatnot. And they are just like berating her. And so I go around and I stand behind her and I'm trying to look like solid. And if I had stuck my hand out, it was shaking <laughs> so bad. And stepped in and people can be scary it I'm just was <laughs> and she knew because I was like literally fidgeting with my hands and I think my voice shook a little bit to the point where she could tell but she mm -hmm. said that it didn't sound that way and she might be lying for my benefit but <laughs> best friends <laughs> the guy left and uh, you know we haven't had an issue and whatnot 
But she did the same for me a month later. Mm-hmm. We do not have that many bad customers, by the way. It's just like a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a full moon. And <laughs> seriously, that's what happens. I just go, there's a full moon or something. Going did on. you know that the word lunatic came from um, a belief that the Luna. moon made you crazy? I and that it. lunatic literally means lunar mm. sickness. Yeah. And that's why people got, okay, sorry. I just had to, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. I got that listening to. That's go crazy. I, I, think, yeah, I learned something. She goes listening to something. It was totally one of her like crimes. It was, my, it was <laughs> one of my true crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember where I was listening yeah. to yeah. something. But yeah. Children's he, book. He was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was a lunatic. And, yeah. Um, sorry. That was a really <laughs> random thought, but I was like, Oh, but, and I kind of lost where I was going with this. But anyways, we had to, like, kind of stand our ground. And mm-hmm. now when I have to do that, I don't have someone who can, like, physically come behind me just because the other people don't have that same kind of confidence and don't stand in our, like, we're going to do this even if we're terrified mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I have to stand up and I have to do what's best for the business. But I am yep. literally shaking. And I am, like, they leave. And if they say that I was unkind or they say – oh, you're being this or this or this, they leave and it takes me a good hour to get back into a normal space and my feelings are hurt I feel that. and I'm shaking for the longest time. I'm going to do it and I can handle it and you're not going to scare me, but man, I'm a mess. I'm totally putting on the inside. (laughs) But that brings up a really good point though, as far as what your topic is, I think, because I think the reason why we tended to do that was one, we cared about each other and right. we wanted, you know, um, and there was times like I, you know, that I would do it, but I wouldn't have to say a word, but for me, I wanted, I wanted you to just feel my presence because, and nothing against this is, I do not want anybody to take this wrong, but the people that always were, um, confrontational enough with Mandy and I in these situations to make one of us back the other one up. Um, these, these were men. And so it brings it. The, the point I'm trying to get at is that as a female in a business, mm-hmm. it makes it a little tough sometimes because there are people and not necessarily always men, right? but there are people who will try to intimidate you um, because they're either an alpha female or they're, you know, just right. And so, um, it, it, you do get in those positions where I know none of us are confrontational people. We do not like situations like that. Not a lot like of people that. like confrontation. Right. But because of the positions we're in, we do have to take that role sometimes, regardless of if it's comfortable or not. I mean, yeah. I remember you saying to that gentleman, you don't get to talk to my employee like that. Which I felt so guilty about. Because but it was so I know, and, and then like, she was like, <laughs> she was like, did you, did you, like, did, did, was it weird that I called you my employee? You know, and I was just like, absolutely not. But, like, no, you but, set up for yeah, me. Yeah, I know. You. But that was what yeah. it was, and that's about supporting, you know. And 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 I knew that was so hard for you, you know. But you did it. Right. And My phone call that was say thank you, this Mandy. But yeah. because I think, like, because we have, like, you kind of were talking about because we have the Bible and we have God. If we are truly following His Word and being humble and gentle and honest and you know our businesses I'm not saying are are set up for success but we're, we're bound to do better if we are following God's mm-hmm. law and how he is calling us to to interact with people not just in business but just like in everyday life I mean 
uh, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know who said it, but it was like, sometimes you might be the only Bible that somebody reads that day. Right. And it's not just when I'm in my business or in, it's when I'm in the grocery store or it's when I'm teaching music at school or when we're doing this podcast or whatever, you know, it's, it's everything that I do. And then, you know, if people see me outside, maybe they're like, oh yeah, you're the one who owns that business. And maybe because I was kind to somebody that might, and I'm not saying I'm only kind to people because it's a potential client, but maybe they're like, oh, she treated me like a human being. Maybe, uh, you know, I go to that business. Or or, I know that you have this faith. I might go to this business. I might go to this business instead of this business. And, you know, and it's just, it helps me a lot just relying on what the Lord is telling me. And there are things that I do differently now that I did not do when I first started. And it's just because my faith has grown and I'm, you know, I finally decided to stop being stubborn and actually listen to God because his way is going to happen anyways. And I don't get a choice in that, you know, cause I'm stubborn and I like to try to argue now that I understand that his way is definitely better than my way that it'll, it will be easier for me. One thing that I'll, that I still struggle with is I still struggle. Am I going to get enough students to pay my bills the next year? You know, especially after COVID, um, in 2019, 2020, when COVID first hit, we were at the highest enrollment we had had in our 30 years. And it was like at 120 students, which is big for, Mm -hmm. for our town. And, you know, now we're, we're at like 80. And that's a huge difference, but, you know, I'm like, am I going to get those kids back? I know I'm usually going to have a couple kids drop or, you know, they might do something else or they might choose sports or something like that. So that, that is still a big anxiety for me that God is still working on me with. And it's just like, okay, if he feeds the ravens, mm-hmm. he will feed me. If he clothes the lilies, he will clothe me. Like, right. and it's just that God will provide for me. And it's, that's the place that he's still working on me with. He's like, I've got this. I care for you. I am going to provide for you. And he does. He does. I don't know why I still wonder if he's going to, but he always does. It, well, he's, he's a God of promises. And, you know, it's it, you said the word humble here, and that was really, I'm glad you said that because we we don't want there to be any misinterpretation of what we're saying concerning mm-hmm. being Christians in business, saying that, oh, we're just undoubtedly going to you know, be provided for because of our mm-hmm. faith. It's so important. And I think the reality of who we are um, is that you don't want to be a Pharisee. You want to be that that um, just genuine Christ follower. And so if that means that my business doesn't make it through another year, does that mean that my walk with the Lord was any less or that I right. trusted in me less? Absolutely Or that not. you heard him wrong and started yes, it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It just, I think a lot of people go there. Yep, absolutely. And it's very true. But what it what it means is just that that was, you know, a season that the Lord wanted for us at that time mm-hmm. and that we have to trust that what he has now is, you know, something that we're going to follow mm-hmm. and then it will be great because he always, you know, blesses the righteous. And so, but it's really important to not put ourselves out there in the community or whatnot and say, oh, we follow the, the law. We, you know, we, we're high and mighty holier than thou because that's absolutely not what followers of Christ are meant to portray. Right. Right. You know, it's that we wake up every morning and we are sinners and that we have, we are a mess and that by the grace of God, we get to start again. And I'm glad you said that too, because I was going to be like, just because we're Christians does not mean we are going to be perfect. You know, I mean, there's been so many times where I'm like, I wish I did not send that email. Like I should not, or I'm like, I definitely, you know, cause didn't use my nice voice, did not use my nice voice, 
you know, and I was just like, dang it. And, you know, and that's one thing, you know, that it, it's kind of hard because if people know that, you know, I'm a Christian and I, I have a bad day where I might be a little harsher in my tone, like, oh, well, she's supposed to be a Christian. That's hard, you know, right. because then I'm like, I, I, you know, like, I feel like I let Jesus down. I felt like I let God down, but I, I'm still human and I still get to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I am going to own up to them and I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'm human. And I get to make mistakes as like a blanket just to be, you know, rude, but you know, just because I'm a Christian does not mean I'm always going to do stuff right. I'm just going to try to make it better the next time. But we're also under a lot more scrutiny because of it. Oh, absolutely. Um, And, you know, and I actually, not too long ago, I had somebody that I was, I I had boldly called out on a situation um, because I did not feel that what they were doing was um, in any way, shape or form okay to do. Mm -hmm. And the response to me was, wow, you're such a great Christian, aren't you? You know, judging and all of that stuff. And so that was the first attack. And, you know, know what yeah. it is, is that because I am a follower of Christ, I was wholly convicted that what you were doing was not of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And and yes, I will say something to you because you are harming other people because of your decision. Um, but it is, it becomes that first attack, you know, on, on you and on your faith. And so it, you know, you, you are in a position in some ways of blessing and in some ways it's a curse too, Mm -hmm. because you, you kind of are up for all that scrutiny that other businesses, secular businesses want to face. Not necessarily, yeah. But I, I think that is the case, whether you're a business owner or not, or whatever you do in your life, whatever God is calling you to do. If you are a follower of Jesus, you are going to be under a little bit more if anyone's mm-hmm. paying attention. So making sure that you are portraying your faith just as positive as you can and and let him deal with the rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with starting in God She Trusts, it's kind of, you know, I knew that if I, you know, when I started it, I was like, this is literally putting me out there as like, this is what I believe when, you know, in the past, I just kind of did my own thing and I went to church on Sunday and I kind of stayed quiet about it. But, you know, like starting it, it was just like, this is really like a big step forward. And like, this is what I believe in. This is who I am. And like, I have some of my dancers that listen to our podcast. Hey, They're like, I dance to our podcast. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, oh, I really got to make sure that I'm doing things right. But it's cool though. And I, I love it when like, when I don't love it when my kids have a bad day, but if they come in and they have a bad day and they're crying, like they feel safe with me to like sit down and I can hug them and talk them out, like talk them through some stuff and give them advice, you know, and it's that, that's a really cool thing that I get to do. And I get to be a part of their growing up. And I like, a mom told me like, I'm raising their kids. They're like, they spend more time with you than they do with me. So like you have a hand in raising my kid. And then I was like, um, that's like a really big deal. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I ever thought of it that way, but it's like, I think that's cool. And I get to love on these kids for however long or short period of time they're, they're with me Right. that I get to be a part of their lives and they're, they're fun. They drive me crazy sometimes, but they're so fun and they're so loving. And it's like, they keep me on my toes. Right. Yeah. So I think that was a great discussion and yeah. surprise you. topic. Surprise topic number one. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, and I think it just goes not just, I mean, I don't want people who are listening if they, uh, if they aren't business owners to think that, you know, we're just specifically talking about business owners. It just goes back to that verse that we were talking about and everything you do, do it for the glory of God. Even if you're working for somebody else, you know, if you're just at a nine to five, how you, how you are at your work, it's like, you're not just working for your boss. It's like, 
everything you do is for God. Mm, right. Like he's your boss. Like how would I want to react that way? So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just go forth and do everything with joy and with knowing that the Lord has a purpose for you. And that purpose ultimately is to enhance his kingdom. And that means that in everything that you do, you do it for him. So good topic. Thank you. All right. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at in.god.she.trust. And send us an email at igstrust at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Bye. Bye.